Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do 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 take it back. Eh, not quite my tempo. Ahoy, Admiral Kevin Goatee here, folks, telling to tell you it's another brand new episode of Gutting the Sacred Cow. We've got John from Pint of Comics joining us to just mug and shank the 1979 classic The Warriors. That's right. John has come to play a but first, guttingthesacredcow.com has everything you need for the for our merch shop and where to find us. Well, you know how to find us. You found us here. But for the merch shop, most importantly, to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. Last and not least, patreon.com slash gtsc to, you know, join our Patreon and you get to have Kevin and I give our video reviews, that doesn't happens, and of course, quotes. And you know what? Without further ado, let's get this puppy started. Here's John doing the Warriors. Gather round, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. I know some people kind of like it, yeah. I suck dick for crack. Kevin Israel named that film. Uh, that's half baked. Look at you just dusting your shoulders right off with that one. <laughs> As the audience goes for other four films. Have that you, you ever don't sucked get... dick for weed? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that since I was in, I think, college. And that's the last I have one. a feeling much like me rewatching Van Wilder for the dial up uh, movie podcast. I, I have to think half baked might not hold up. I think it's going to be a quarter or one eighth baked. <laughs> Zing! Kevin Goatee, Kevin Israel back. Here we are again. Yet another fantastic episode of the old GTSC podcast. We're hoping that you are enjoying episodes like Return of the Jedi, like Borat, like the live show. Wow, what a shit kicking good time that was kevin israel i that was a fantastic time and uh we're welcoming today john from pint o comics john 
How it goes? Good. Excellent. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good. It looks like you just got off a fishing boat with all that gear on and all that shit. It's like, what are you, Gordon's Gordon's Fisherman's crew? uh, Part-time. Part-time, yes. I sell (laughs) frozen fish sticks part-time. Oh, you're doing the Lord's work. John has joined us today for a film. I think this was your second choice. I said, ooh, that's going to rankle a lot of people. And one of them I'm thinking right now, and that's our friend Delvin Cox, who loves 1979's The Warriors. A budget at the time of $4 million, a box office haul of $22.4 million, and as an added bonus, the worldwide gross for the Warriors in 1979, $943. <laughs> <laughs> they felt the need to put that in there. I said, well, I can't, I can't ignore that fun little fact. So turn that into 2022 money, a $16.4 million budget, $92.2 million gross. Pretty damn good. Yeah, that's not too bad. IMDb, as we know, one through 10 with decimal points. John, what do you think that the Warriors scored on IMDb? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say like uh, maybe like a 6.3. Kevin Israel. I go a little higher with a 7.5. Ooh, someone is really close. Kind of like the time where you came in your girlfriend by accident and go, oh, shit. Seven point like six. <laughs> I fired lately. You have you've been very well. What very well done, sir. Very well done. Rotten Tomatoes one through one hundred. Critic score. Kevin Israel. Let's see what you got, Sailor. Um, I'm gonna go a little lower and say sixty-eight. John, what do you have? Critic score. Yeah, I'll go even lower than that. I'll say sixty-two. 87. No way. Fuck those critics. Yeah. (laughs) Someone just tipped their hands really fast. (laughs) Audience. Yeah. Go ahead, John. What were the say? I was going to say, were the critics the baseball furies? Like, who who wrote that review? (laughs) Walter Hill's kids (laughs) and Sully from Commando. Audience score. John, what do you think that the Warriors score with the got with the audience on Rotten Tomatoes? I've I've been low so far, and I know people love this movie, so I'm gonna go 90. I'm gonna say people are fucking nuts about this. Kevin Israel no, rocking the Jew fro in the picture behind you. Yeah, look at that glorious curl. This curls up. By the way, that haircut of mine, not far from when I was a lad of three years old in 1979. I, I have no doubt that you could pull off the feathered part, the feathered center part magnificently. If I grew up in the early, <laughs> like, what, what year did Blue Lagoon come out? I could have easily been cast for that and had early preteen sex with Brooke Shields. Like 79? Close. It had to be. Yeah. I was a. I was almost three then. I was three in November 79. What do you think for Rotten Tomatoes, Kevin? I'm going to say I'm going to say lower. I think this was a more of a critic sterling. Uh, I'm going to go 68 audience score. 88. I hate everybody. Yeah, I was I I was right. John, I agree. This was an easy one for the audience that they love this quotes. The fucking obvious, the most trite quote of them all. And one of the we'll get to it. Warriors come out and play a play a three times. He, he listen. He stuck to the rule of three. Kevin Israel, as we know in comedy, is a uh, crucial part of any joke tell. 
And of course, the next one, and probably the only one, hey, we may meet some strange wool. Hey, what kind of a mind do you have? Are you going faggot? What a yeah. bold right turn that guy made right there. Like, yeah, you're going, dude. well, yeah. the, guy, the guy goes, can you listen? We're going with her for a summit. The last thing on our mind right now is pussy. And this guy could accuse him of him being gay by saying, let's just kind of. I just like that it was he called it, it that was that a term back then? Well, oh yeah, yeah. Really? I hear a lot of older comics use that term wool when talking about pussy instead of saying it, which it's just such a creepy term. I've so, never yeah, heard oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I listen, if I was gonna refer to it in the proper vaginal form of this day and age, I'd say hardwood floors, because that's the way I like my women. <laughs> now we know woman, excuse me, now that I'm married. Uh quote, sorry, Kevin, what do you have? Yeah, there's only one left on the table. Okay. Can you dig it? I left that one for you. That's it. That's it. Those the come out and play and can you dig it were the only two real quotable moments in this movie. Right. John, how about yourself? Did we miss one? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a uh, super quotable, but I think of almost any line that um the actor who plays the the villain, I guess, is, it was the Warriors. They killed Cyrus. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge his real name. He is Sully from Commando for the next he doesn't hour. Have a real name? No. Yeah. Five fun facts. Five fun facts, 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 five fun facts. The homicides were the real gang of Coney Island and did not approve of the fictional gangs wearing colors on their turf. So the wardrobe department made sure nobody walked off location wearing the warrior's colors. The gang were safe in the cemetery scene in Brooklyn due to a fence that surrounded them. I think he meant by the homicide. But I think when he said homicides, he meant to say Hasids. That's the only gang in Brooklyn that I know of. <laughs> the baseball furies were created to Walter Hill's love of baseball and the rock music group Kiss. Big. <laughs> David Patrick Kelly, Luther, uh, again, Sully from Commando. Improvise a famous line, warriors come out to play, and base it upon a taunt that an old neighbor used to chant to him as a kid. Number four, President Ronald Reagan called up Michael Beck to tell him that he enjoyed watching the warriors when he watched it at Camp David. And after the movie was over, I ate jelly beans off of Nancy's huge tits. And then she blew me, right? Because right? right, right, the blowjob queen. They said, "Yeah, listen, with. what else yeah. are you gonna do in Camp David besides have yeah. Secret Service watch, watch the Warriors, and get blown and eat jelly beans?" It's a yeah. weekend at Camp David. Sounds like a nice little weekend. <laughs> uh, field trip, boys. Anyone interested? <laughs> <laughs> Although it's gonna cut, be kind of tough to get a blowjob from Nancy Reagan now. Hey, oh, <laughs> number five. The original poster featured the words: "These are the armies of the night. They are one hundred strong. They outnumber the cops five to one." they could run New York City. This upset and outraged many people, and some tried to have the film banned. That's the last reason to have this film banned. There's other reasons to have this film banned. I'm pretty sure sure you're going to outline a lot of them. Let's get right to Ask a Gutter. 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 At Newark night, Brandon Oglesby, Mr. Reliable, 
for Pina Comics is come out and play the most overrated movie line. If not, what is and name an overrated <laughs> and name an overrated line from a movie on KG's Mount Rushmore. Me. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, what, what, can you give me a couple out of your Mount Rushmore? And yes, oh, that line, come on, come on and play is a good moment in the movie, but it's it's certainly over overplayed. And I think I think it's like like he said, like Kevin, the other Kevin said, it's like one of the only two lines yeah. in this whole movie. Right. The, the, the easiest answer. And Kevin, I think, you know, exactly what I'm going to say. You'll shoot your eye out. I fucking <laughs> hate a Christmas story. And that's yeah. why. Or, of course, and my other one that I gutted a princess bride. Inconceivable. Both of them. Yeah. Insanely overrated. Princess Bride, I, I'm gonna step right in with you. It's I think it's a good movie, but oh, you're like, wrong. that's where it ends. Well, but I mean, I just mean I I can enjoy it, but overrated a hundred percent. Like people are are in love with that movie, and it's it's not that good. I implore you to listen to the episode that we did back in December, where I take the piss out of it, and you'll say you're already you're already halfway in my camp. I'm gonna get you two thirds in my camp by the time you listen to that episode. All right, I'll do it. Fair enough. Okay, so what? So I gave you two out of mine. Which are your two? Would you or one? I should say. Do you think is the most overrated of all time? Um, I, I do enjoy Christmas Story, but yeah, I do think that that's probably more overrated because everybody, you know, you'll shoot your eye out when someone says a Christmas Story. That is the first thing a lot of people will actually say. You know, hey, have you ever seen? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh. So yeah, it, it jumps right out there. It, it's it's almost like. More people know the line than everything that happens in the movie. The, the movie's famous for two things: that line and being played twenty four hours, you know, every Christmas. That it, it's not. I don't think it's a bad movie, but it certainly isn't up to the hype that it gets. Oh, I got, I, I've got you already in there. You just don't even know it yet. Next question from the something something cast: Our pals to do that fantastic artwork for you see us for us every week. Hey, Pint of Comics, if they greenlit a Warriors reboot, who would you shiv first? The 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 guy who pitched it or the guy who greenlit it? Uh, green light because someone's going to pitch it because people love this thing, but nobody has to. This doesn't have to happen. That money can go towards, you know, I don't know, uh, homeless people it can go towards a lot of things other than making this movie again. At Lord Snurts, you are forming a street gang in this universe. What's your name and unique outfit? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's got to be ridiculous because a lot of these are, are really ridiculous. I, I would say maybe like the Upper West Side astronauts, like just guys in full astronaut gear, like helmets, everything. I could see that. I can see them like, you know, kind of like space walking down the road at the Warriors, like in like, you know, in an intimidating fashion. Yeah, I'm going to go with that full on astronaut. You know, I think I could kick your ass because the last time I saw an astronaut, it was on the end of an MTV award. And I think I could take that guy. I mean, yeah. listen, you're, you're at least defended very well, but you throwing a punch. You might as well be on the moon throwing a punch wearing a fucking space suit. Well, it fits in with the rest of the gangs in this movie. I mean, they're, they're, they're not exactly the toughest. Well, lady. I uh, walked right into that one, didn't I, Israel? <laughs> Wait, so what's yours, Cap? Great question. I didn't think of that. I'll tell you what. I was stalling. How about you go? Uh, mine would be the Breakfast Clubbers. Oh! <laughs> and we'd all dress like angry Molly Ringwalds. Nice. This is, I'm looking at the photo and, and our talk from before. I'm going to call us the Aryan Sensations, where it's all blonde her blue-eyed boys. <laughs> And just walk. You can all wear those those German short suit things with the suspenders. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Didn't Hugo Boss make the Nazi uniforms, if I can recall? I think so. (laughs) Oh, for Christ's sakes. Those are good. That's that's good. Uh, Friday night music party people. Sorry, Friday night music party. 
He said, my friends and I decided it uh, uh, the first time after seeing it in the mid 90s on Channel 11, decided IIRC on the third line, a hockey style gang with the double entendre of the subway track. You shouldn't touch. That's fucking good. Yeah. Better than most <laughs> of the gangs in the movie, actually. Yeah. Fair. And is that it for the Ask a Gutter? It looks like it is yes sirs that will do it for ask a gutter now it is time for john from pinto comics to gut gut the the sacred sacred cow we're good now (laughs) all right um yeah, I don't know. So I guess the first thing with this movie is that I had not seen it uh, until like two years ago, right? I've gotten through my whole life, and, and this is one of those ones that everybody is always talking about. Can you can you say your age for the record if you're comfortable with doing so? 46. Uh, you're 46. Older, a year older than us then, okay. But born in 75, this came mm-hmm. out in 79, and I think the thing with this movie is I think most of the people that love this movie saw it when they were, and, and the last uh, question was perfect. Saw it when they were eight years old on channel uh, 11 PIX in New York or, you know, WWR in New Jersey or whatever. One of those channels on a Sunday afternoon and fell in love with it because you were nine years old and that's what you did. And I think that if maybe if I had seen it back in like, you know, 84 or something, I very well might hold this in some kind of regard. But I saw it at like 44 during like COVID lockdown. I finally said, I've got to watch the Warriors because people always break my balls about this movie. And, uh, First thing I'd say about it is that, and I, I was listening to your Return of the Jedi episode, and you guys had made a comment. You were talking about something about character and how if you don't have good characters, nobody's going to give them a fuck. And that's absolutely true. There's not one character in this movie that you were designed or is written well enough that you care about them getting back to Coney Island. There, you, 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 Maybe the guy that you at least could like the most or is written to be the most verbal and you know most intelligent of the bunch the uh, the original leader of the uh, warriors he gets like either killed or beaten like and left behind in the beginning so then your lead is the guy michael beck plays swan whose one mode is brooding that's all he does he broods and everything <laughs> and then every other warrior is only discernible by the fact that well okay that's james remar because i know james remar he's the only one i sure. know he's a great actor but in this he is definitely early in his career um and then i hate to say it but the rest of them are almost only discernible by, okay, you've got a couple of the black guys, you've got the young Latino guy. And I hate, I hate, I hate the fact that it's that way, but they, there's nothing about the characters that you could say, Oh, you know, one guy wears the floppy hat. That's the warriors. So you want me to want these guys to get back and be safe. And you've given me nothing to care about them for. And the other half of it is too, is it's kind of hard to root necessarily for these guys because they're, they're supposed to be a street gang. Like, I would like to have seen a prequel to the Warriors like the day prior where we get to witness them like murder someone and rape someone. And, you know, they're not good people, most likely. So <laughs> good time stuff. I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you like it's... in this. I would have liked it better if in the writing of this movie, this movie short, it's an hour and a half long. If you had added a 10 minute scene in the beginning where you flesh out the Warriors as characters and maybe. You also wrote into the fact that like they're different than other gangs. Maybe they're more like a like a, a guardian angel type group, and they're, they're they they want to help people out. 
But instead, you just make them these nondescript characters. Uh, James Remar is like completely rapey. They're just they're not good people. And, and, and they're the protagonists. I understand that there are a lot of movies that center around, you know, not good protagonists, but it just doesn't work for me. I, I don't know. It just That part just does not work for me at all. All right, well, that about wraps up this episode. I think it's <laughs> Fuck, that was succinct as last night's episode. Jesus. John, that's it? You're done? No, oh, no, I got more. Oh, I, got more. I was joking. I was just joking. because that's... Dude, the, the way he paused with dramatic effect, go, shit, he's fast. Okay, please. No, go ahead. Continue, please. Oh, okay. All right. I, I, uh, I just want to leave room in case you want to add anything. Um, Actually, okay, well, so... yeah, I was going to laugh about one thing. You said Michael Beck. Yeah, he was more like Michael Sarah in this film for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Not yeah. much of a leader, real much of a, of a pussy. Continue, please. Yeah. Um, so, again, like, this has the distinction of many movies where they have to have, like, a love interest for no fucking reason, <laughs> right? And and it's not even that it's just no fucking reason, but it's fucking terrible. It's not like, like they're antagonistic towards each other the whole time until suddenly they decide to kiss. Yep. <laughs> And then it's like, it's like, wow, now I'm going to I'm going to follow you to the fucking ends of time. Uh, And it's like it just it doesn't fucking ring well. You know, Uh, we did an episode on a pint of comics where at one point I remember we did Blade and Blade doesn't uh, stoop to that. You know, like there's there's the female doctor. There's no they just skip that. Right. There's a lot of movies that do that very well, where it's like just because there's a man and a woman doesn't mean that the pee pee has to go in the vagina. It doesn't have to happen all the time. And in this movie in particular, they introduced the the female character. Um, I can't remember her name. With, Mercy, with the, Mercy, with the with the orphan gang, which is led by it looks like uh, the, the comedian. I can't think of the guy's name. The guy that was in the phone booth in Dumb and Dumber. That's who that guy looks like. The the slow talking guy. Um, if you ever seen Dumb and Dumber, he gets he gets pulled out of the Wait, phone booth. If you ever hold on, how insulting! If you've well, ever seen Dumb and Dumber, yes, I've seen that guy. Was a comedian who, who when he beat the shit out of him, the guy is yeah. That really, you know, he, he looks like. He looked like Richard Bogdanovich to me. He looked he looked like Richard Belzer without glasses on. He looked like a lot of like good call. Homely, I see you now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Only like tall white guys. But um, yeah, they introduce her. She gets stuck with them. And it could have just been a thing where she's there for her survival. But instead, like he goes literally from them walking through the subways and him being nothing but irritated by her to suddenly just being like, holy fuck, I love you. Let's get married and have babies right now. I'm going to leave the Warriors for you. And, you know, it, it's just it doesn't fucking work at all. It's stupid. It, it's it's bad writing. Um, another issue I have with this movie is so the central conceit is, you know, uh, the Cyrus guy is going to bring all the gangs together. And there's hundreds of them, 60,000 people. There's they're more than the cops. They could slowly take over New York City. OK, that's fine. It's kind of a cool idea. The Warriors are framed and they have to get back to Coney Island. So this is following the, that one night. It's fucking ultra repetitive. So every scene in this movie is once once everything happens is one of the gangs slowly trying to intimidate the warriors like they show up and the warriors realize they show up and they have a stare down and then then the chase (laughs) begins. This happens fucking 19 times in this movie. If any one of these gangs just literally shot the warriors or attacked them immediately, (laughs) I understand the movie would have been shorter but it would have been much better because if you think about it, the scene in the end where they're in the subway, the, the overall roller skating gang, they show up and they just try to intimidate the warriors and the, the baseball furies show up and just stare at the warriors for a while. And the AC Turnbulls 
it, it, it's like it's like the Royal Rumble. Like every sixty seconds, <laughs> another one of these shitty, you know, gang shows up. Um, I don't know. I, I did the best part with the gangs. I thought that was very cool. Was that one gang where the one guy was very considerate and fed the um the subway turnstile for all of his guys to get through? <laughs> I, Son of I a like bitch! I, went, <laughs> I like that guy a lot. He, he, uh, he, he was, was really great. He didn't. He didn't get a bunch of desk warrants or, or tickets out. Sorry for for the turnstile jumping crime. That was you're right. Great yeah. point. Stole it right. Like, from the, it. The, these, these are the toughest gangs in New York City, and they're not willing to jump turnstile. They're going to make sure we're paying that that whatever quarter in 1979. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It it just didn't work. <laughs> Acting in the film, like everything in the film is just it, it's it. This is a movie that's revered by people, right? And it just doesn't feel like there's anything that deserves that that reverence. I mean, some of the stuff that's famous for this, um, you know, the the DJ that's like, why is the DJ like giving out all this gang information? Like, I I, I I've done college radio stuff, and I've never been like handed something to talk about, like you know get your ass out of New Haven right now. You're like, nobody's ever done that. <laughs> um, you know, no, you should have said that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and as you said, Sully from Commando, who I also think of uh, often as, I can't think of his character's name, but he was in The Crow. Um, you know, oh, yeah. he's, he's one of the bad guys in The Crow. And he's actually, he's good in Commando. You know, he's good in The Crow. He's, he's your, I guess, antagonist in this movie. And he's just so laughably fucking slimy and not scary at all. That like, I don't know. I just I I can't handle him. Like every time he shows up, the the most threatening he is in the entire movie is when he throws a candy bar at a girl. Uh, <laughs> it, it just none of it. I don't know. The whole movie. I I want to sit down with somebody that like loves this movie and have them tell me what it is like that you really love. About, I mean, maybe I'm maybe at the end of this, you guys will give it a ten, and I'll I'll just be like, what the fuck? What's going on in this universe? But it had been 44 straight years or whatever of like, oh, you've never seen the Warriors. You're nuts. You're nuts. And and I think um, when I talked to Kevin initially, I think the first movie I might have chosen was the Boondock Saints, because it reminds me of that. I, you know, I hadn't seen that. And you guys had just done it. So I hadn't seen that ever. But like all my friends. Oh, my God, dude. Like if you like Tarantino, if you're in the crime, you've got to see. I, I finally watched Boondock Saints. And I'm like, are you? Are you fucking kidding me? This movie's garbage. And the Warriors is just it reminds me of Boondock Saints 1979. It's 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 so incredibly overhyped. It's so incredibly overhyped. Um, and it it just, you know, I, if I were to give it any credit for anything, it, it feels authentically like like filmed in New York and it, it gives you that, but it does nothing else. It gives you a good setting and populates it with nothing else. That's very fair. I would say just from I mean, I don't know how many I've seen, but Taxi Driver and this have to be the most real versions of New York in the 70s. And that's coming from a kid who grew up in Central Jersey. So take that as you will. Right. I, and I, I want to give it that much credit because, again, when you sent out your um, your kind of rulings for this, uh, you know, how we're going to do this. It was like, you know, it, big box office money, you know, it, it, uh, critical darling overrated i would i would squarely put this in the overrated category i i don't like i don't actively hate this movie but i wanted to jump on talking about this because i i, I want people to hear this and come up to me and go john i'm going to tell you about the greatness of the warriors and i don't think they can do it they can't do it and that's what this podcast is here for giving a platform to those with the unpopular opinion and do we agree with it we're gonna find out keep going john or, or was that it um I, I think that pretty much covers most okay. of my my uh, my main things. Bad bad characterization, uh, not great acting, repetitive, rep repetitive as fuck, 
repetitive as fuck. It's just like oh, the same thing happens over and over again. Um, and, and again, not just I mentioned the, uh, the 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 bad love interest, but they don't only give it to Swan. They have the the Lizzie show up. And you have this like 15 minute like lesbian party dance scene where the warriors who you were hoping are smarter than this, you know, are walk right into a fucking <laughs> trap. <laughs> Admiral Akbar themselves totally. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it at a that trap. I mean, the okay. give me a number one to ten. Uh, my my opinion on this movie. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a four point five. I'll give it a 4.5. And, and that's that's based on, again, it does feel authentically New York. It does have that that nice 70s feel. It doesn't look bad. The costuming is great. So there's there's some stuff going on there that I appreciate. Noted. These notes, of course, brought to you by Gutting the Sacred Cow and as well as Athletic Greens, Kevin Israel. You know him. You mm-hmm. love him. Keto-free, sugar, sorry, keto-friendly, sugar-free, vegan, the whole nine every day of you know, a scoop of the athletic greens in your cold water. I know you do it. I know I do it. What are your favorite benefits of athletic greens, Kevin? Well, first of all, the first benefit is that it doesn't taste like crap, which yep. is a good way to start your day with a drink that's going to energize you, give you the vitamins and minerals that you need. It's going to give you the focus, but it also doesn't taste like a uh, horse's ass, which is a horrible way to start the day. So, I, you know, I love cold glass of it. It, it really kicks off the day right. It does. Over 7,000 five-star reviews. Can't be wrong. And by the way, a horse's ass. I'd love to get a tap into that and see what that tastes like. Mm-hmm. Just to make that comparison. Yumma, dumb, dumb. Can't taste worse than Arby's, <laughs> I bet. But listen, don't take our word for it. Like I said, 7,000 five-star reviews. Uh, you can't go wrong. The creator said, you know what? I spent $100 trying to create my own little concoction of these you know, essential vitamins and such. Guess what? For less than $3 a day, you can get your hands on Athletic Greens and really help contribute to your, your, your gut health and all that. And, of course, that being the most important barometer of all is gut health, in my opinion. And, of course, if you go to athleticgreens.com slash GTSC, you can get a year supply free vitamin D and, of course, five free travel packs. So athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. Notes. You made a great point about having this on channel 11 or channel nine on repeat. And I call that the Highlander effect. Yeah. yeah. That's channel 11. And I would call that for Christmas story, the TNT effect. Absolutely. Which, we, which I would also call Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> As you get older, boys, we're both of the same age. Pretty much the list of things you can masturbate to now get longer. For example, for me, an empty subway car is one of those things. And when the Warriors had their own car to themselves, wow, what luck. Guess what, people? That doesn't happen. No way are you getting an empty subway car unless it's 5 a.m. And by the way, the next person to walk through that subway car is going to put a knife up to your throat and ask for your money. So that's what we call a double-edged sword. What a shitty, my favorite uh, uh, group of uh, uh, the gang is a shitty improv group dressed like Marcel Mosso. Nothing like a mind striking heart and a fear in the hearts of people. Ugh. How do you say, give me your wallet in sign language? Or I'm pantomime with my hands. They had to put that makeup on every single night. Right. I would just be like, I'm joining a different gang. This is right. ridiculous. As well as the, uh, the baseball bat gang, too. That was some heavy makeup as well. 
for all of you non-New York City people, allow me to mansplain. Coney Island is at the very bottom of Brooklyn. They're going to the Bronx, which is you have to go all the way up through Brooklyn, then all the way up through Manhattan. Then they're going to the top of the Bronx, which is like 233rd Street. You might as well fire up Lawrence of Arabia on your phone and grab a Snickers because you're not going anywhere for a while. Holy Christ. Yeah, was, you know what? I would have never guessed that it was 30, mi- 30 miles. Yeah. 30 miles with local stops. According That's to the, crazy. Yeah. According to the Warriors, it's 50 to 100, they think. Yeah. yeah. Don't get started on that. <laughs> uh, I may be stealing this from you, Kevin Israel. Does Cyrus look like The Rock or not? Oh, <laughs> so glad you said that, dude. Not only did it look like The Rock, kind of, he looked like the bus driver from Speed, but like 20 years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sam. Yep. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> By the way, we're doing speed on this podcast next month. Go figure. But he looked like The Rock with a sumo haircut. Yep. <laughs> Can you dig it? Is one of the worst rally cries ever and has been sampled into how many rap songs? Unfortunately, all of them. Why do all these gang members give a shit what Cyrus says? He doesn't hold any power. So what he holds a conclave, they can all say, go fuck yourself and waste them, which they did. But to have the respect of him, what did he do? Nothing. He had the one gang around him to do. I, I didn't understand wh- why they had such reverence for him. If New York City really had 100,000 gang members, there'd be martial law by the time it hit 5,000 gang members. So Sully shoots Cyrus. I bet the Warriors will kill him last. (laughs) I lied. Well, they just let him go. Ah, I knew that 2-0 fastball was not going to be missed by one of you for sure, but I'm glad both of you connected with that one. (laughs) The black guy in the Warriors is dressed like Apache chief. He should just say in ho Chuck and just stomp his way back to Coney Island. (laughs) I like that one. Thank you. Another that doesn't happen you don't need to change trains at union square station the orange line goes straight from coney island up all the way through manhattan into the bronx the bd train goes right through it stops at yankee stadium i know so for them to say i have to change at union station guess what bdfm doesn't go through union square station they may have changed in the 70s i could be wrong without doing any homework but if it's that if that's the way it was then they're wrong the radio DJ. Do you guys know who that is? Lynn. I can't remember her name, but she was on uh, one of those uh, PBS shows. Where right? in the world is Carmen San Diego? She, she was the chief. It's hard to take these gangs seriously when they're dressed like extras from Michael Jackson's smooth criminal video, uh, kiss in baseball uniforms, or read out Weird Al Yankovic super fans or a cover band for him. Oh fuck! I'm so glad you said that. I didn't. I didn't write that down. But as soon as they showed those guys, I, as soon as they showed those guys, I was like, "Are those the Weird Owls?" <laughs> and then I, I, I again, I believe in the rule of three. The fucking the, the guys were in the overalls. I'm like the farm the boys. Uh, the the farm yeah. boy crown. I mean, those fuckers are. Strong. Where are they in New York? Where is they're that? Not. Where is that contingent? Oh, the answer: Williamsburg, with all their shit sipping hipsters. <laughs> Who carries press clip? press clippings of their crimes except for people who love to get caught the mercy is every single dude's worst nightmare to be out on a date with she guarantee gets you in a fight at least once a week for being a mouthy bitch she's going to be lonely for the rest of her life 
with seven different kids from seven different dads because no one wants to stay with someone like that. She is a horrible person. Why? Why? Why did they drag her around all around? I would have left that bitch here. Hell, I would have thrown the Molotov cocktail at her just for just to do society a little bit of justice because she brought nothing to the table. In fact, she did. She did more bad than good. And who throws a Molotov cocktail to car? Throw it at the gang. They're trying to kill you, even though they look like a, even though they look like a LARPing gang trying to start a guess, trying to start a fight. Throw it at them. Take a few out. They could have made this movie 15 minutes. You ready? One word. Taxi. <laughs> Everyone piles in a taxi. You're, you're down there. We're good. For guys who do nothing that fight, sorry, for guys who, who do nothing but fight with bats, that group, that gang, is as inept with a bat as the New York Mets. Oof. Well done. Factual. And thank you. They run through Central Park, but they don't trip out on any in-the-closet dudes getting blown in the rambles. This movie is not factual. <laughs> how do I know about the rambles? George Takei on Stern talked about that. That's how. If you're in such a hurry to escape from getting killed, attempted rape in a park really slows you down. You, you got you got to like prioritize your time, you know, <laughs> either get get home or try to rape her. That you know, guy is a sex fucking obsessed maniac. <laughs> I guess you really want to get some wool. And guess what? An undercover cop locked them up. Good he, wanted to get, he wanted to get some wool more than he wanted to bop out as the other bop like, out. Bop out which so they don't so they don't get wasted was another familiar term. Yeah, I mean, this is obvious, but you can never remake this film ever again because cell phones would save everyone. Uber, Uber first. Number two, where is everybody? Hey, drop a pin. Let me see where you are. Hey, let's see. Let's Google Lizzie's. Oh, it's a gay bar. That's something (laughs) that might prove helpful later on. Um, This film is known for two, one thing and one thing only, and that is Warriors come out and play. And that sucked. Holy shit. Sully from Commando is really short. He he must have been on four <laughs> Apple boxes to seem like he was five foot five. I have to look up his height. Uh, I also was a college radio DJ. I'll have you know, John, I was kicked off for a semester because my having a quote unquote to Howard Stern esque of a program. Nice. One, one complaint. Number one DJ in college as a student survey poll in the newspaper proved to me. But one complaint I was thrown off for a semester. Yeah. I build out a radio real fast. And here I am podcasting. What a an anticlimactic ending. The whole scene of them getting down the Brooklyn. Then they do at the break of dawn. And then who stands there but Sully and his gang? I forgot what this fucking gang name is. And what a bitch ass way from the go out is just be surrounded and him whimpering away. And oh yeah, let me throw a switchblade and take a five Mississippi before I throw it while a gun is aimed at me. The only thing this film does is provide a collage of a grimy New York City pre-Times Square cleanup. The fight scenes are one big meh. There, there's, the, there's the one scene where they're fighting the baseball furies where the guy swings the bat like four times and it gets blocked four times in a yep. row. This, yep. And it's like it's like swing low. Do, do any. It's not working. <laughs> Can you it's fake him out with a little quick jab to the belly with the fucking butt end of the bat? Yeah. 
How does a 93-minute film drag like a pirate being keel-hauled? Oh, this film is a love letter to those who grew up in that time, but does nothing to when you bring you back to go on the journey. No character development. James Remar is a fucking queef in this film. People go, Ajax, he's an asshole. Give me a break. People love it. There's no one that's memorable, John. You said it right. Not, if, you were to say, if you were to quiz me 10 minutes after I saw that film and say, I want you to name three of the Warriors' names, I would go, Ajax, and I don't give a shit, fail me. Uh, there's not one remember the part when seen in this at all. As I said, the, the, the conclusion was dog shit. He does the whole thing with the beer bottles on his hands. Okay. And there's no final battle between there's no melee, no scrum, nothing like that. It, it's what? literally it's answered by. So you got that other group. I can't remember the, 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 all, all the mil, the militant uh, black guys, the black Panthers, like, the black Panthers essentially that are coming after they're like, they're now the heads. And through the whole movie, everybody's going after the warriors. And then it ends where one guy goes, we got someone that saw who actually shot Cyrus. It's like, <laughs> it's like, nobody, n- Nobody saw that earlier that Luther did that. Like, but now when it's convenient to end the movie, oh, we got a witness. And by the way, we've been wrong the whole time. Yeah. And um, his name was Deuce Ex Machina. Yeah. It, it's, it's so fucking poorly <laughs> written. It's so poorly written. It, it is exactly that. It's a Deuce Ex Machina. It's thrown right fucking there. Oh, you know what? We're at 88 minutes. We got to finish this off. The Warriors on the beach about to get killed. Let's get these guys down there now. They get down there and, and take care of it. And, you know, and then, yeah, we, we get the scene where they're walking. Down I thought this is my notes. God damn it. I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw that. that, that <laughs> no, I'm fucking, with, I'm fucking with you. Uh, this is a good concept, but it's piss poor execution. I mean, Christ almighty. I didn't like this the first time I saw it. And I sure as hell don't like it now. There's never any tension in this film. One bit. You never feel at any point of these guys in true danger. Not one. It's all a bunch of cat and mouse on the on, on the subway. They did this in a little film called The French Connection a lot better. This film can't hold up with even the most ardent fans. This film fucking sucks. For a scene that's about fights and doing all this, not much fighting, the fighting scene, and the characters, again, so blasé. Three out of ten. Delvin, you're so wrong. This film stinks. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours. Not a lot of meat left on this bone, thanks to you guys. <laughs> the pariah Look. tank is at it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> KG closed with my opening point is that if you if somebody just gave you the log line of this movie, you'd be like, oh, that sounds kind of good. A city run by gangs with a with you know, a gang wide meeting and the, one of the under gangs get it gets wrongly accused and has to run back to their uh, run back to their fort while evading all the other gangs like that sounds like a cool concept it sounds like it could really work and be an, it'd be interesting and the movie failed at every point it was given like there were so many opportunities to make an interesting compelling movie like john said give us a little character to give us a reason to care about the warriors give us something besides their stupid leather vests like that's that's all they were they were just these pretty guys in leather vests and it was insane. I felt that every the, the first like 20 minutes of the movie, I kept waiting for it to break out into song. Like, I really felt like this should have been a musical. <laughs> it, 
And I, you know what? I almost think it would have benefited from that. At least, it, at least that would have made sense for the ridiculous. When you're a warrior, you're a warrior. Yeah, but it it really felt like uh, like like West Side Story. Like it 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 was almost like a shitty shittier West Side. Like, it, it, or it felt like the beginning of a '70s porn. Like that's exactly what the story storylines in '70s porn felt like. Or it felt like an early, early Nintendo's fight video game. Oh, where, that's good. A nice where, you know, where you just, you're just, side yeah, you're just side scrolling every now and then, oh, yeah. you know, a guy pops out and you fight him and then you move on. And then, and it's the same basic, it's the same thing. And you use the same, you know, they fight the same way. It was, it should, and it, you know, back in sure back in 88, it was like, this is amazing, but now it's fucking horrible and repetitive and, and boring, which is exactly what this movie was. The, the 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 concept of the movie going through all of these gangs the gangs could have been obviously more interesting each of the gangs should have been just more than just their costume all the gangs each gang was just a costume that's all they were there was no really like identify like oh these guys are the like the psycho bunch and there were these guys are you know the whatever like they were all just like these are the baseball guys and these there were the guys who were in like suits with the funny hats and the shiny shiny uh I think that it was like an Asian gang and it was like they they literally didn't put an ounce of thought into creating these gangs in a movie that was just about gangs. That's all it was. And they couldn't even they couldn't even give you that. It was just again just so horribly repeat repetitive. It was 48 minutes in before the first fight happens. The movie's 90 minutes long. Oh. 45 <laughs> minutes before there was a fight. And you know what? When the fight finally happens, I was like, they could have just gone the next 45 minutes without a fight because the choreography was so bad. Apparently, all the main characters, the main actors had to go to stunt school to learn how to fight. And they should have gotten their money back because every <laughs> fight scene was absolutely abysmal. The And by the way, the Warriors were the dumbest group of guys ever assembled. The, they've never left Coney Island ever like I could see if this movie was set in some and it almost felt and honestly, when I when I first saw it, I first saw it like you, John, I only saw it a couple of years ago for the first time. I thought this was set in a post apocalyptic period. Yeah. And that's why there are all these gangs. And and when I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is supposed to be in the real world, like the current world of when it was written. And so they never left Coney Island. They have no idea how far Coney Island is from the broad like they not even close, by the way, not even like. I think it's about 45 miles. Actually, it's about 30. It was like 100 miles. Like, what are you talking about, you dummy? And then they all get duped by the most obvious things. The Lizzie's like the Lezzie's like the lesbians. You didn't pick up on that. You fucking dummies. How did you not get there? And it was it was and and they're all and they're all so dumb because they're all so horny. They all should have jerked off before they went to this meeting because then maybe they would have made all these bonehead mistakes. A woman sitting alone in a park in a city run by gangs. And you didn't think hmm, that's a little suspicious. Maybe I shouldn't try to fuck her because she's probably either got a gun or a cop, which bing, bing. She was a cop. How did you the worst criminals ever? They should have all been killed by the other gangs just because they were the worst gang. They were uh, terrible. And there was nothing redeeming about any, like John said, nothing redeeming. You couldn't even, even like as anti-heroes, they weren't interested. And they, and they were all assholes. They were all assholes. And now let's get to what, what you both talked about and, and KG really focused on what the, the female lead of this movie. 
Mercy needs a bra. She <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> Such a terrible, nonsensical character. I really feel like the script was written and then somebody was like, there's no women in this movie. And they were like, Ugh, just throw, <laughs> I don't know, just throw her in. It's fine. Just have her run run along with them. Like she absolutely sucked. She brought nothing. She didn't do anything for the story. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't bring any plot points in. There was no. There was nothing interesting about her. There was no character development that was like, oh, this is what. Like the only thing you knew about her was she was, I guess, the sister of one of the guys who was in the orphans gang. Who there should have. They should have been called the retards. Like that's what right. they. I mean, they were all just big, just dummies. And it was just. <laughs> this movie was so so fucking bad. So incredible. There's not. There's literally nothing redeeming I can think about this movie. And honestly, the only thing I disagree with, uh, I think Kevin made the point. I don't think John did. I think Kevin, you said that the the Warriors come out and play was terrible. I actually like that. I thought that was the one interesting moment where you were like, oh, he's such a psycho, and he's sitting in this car clinking these things together. He seemed like like that almost seemed like a really eerie point. And it would have been great if the character supported that level of just like weirdness and 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 threat. And but I, ha- I hated it because it didn't pay off. That's why right, I hate it. Right. There was and there was nothing. There was right. literally nothing right. to the antagonist. Like there was there was there was nothing to any parts of this movie. It felt like I said, it felt like an 80s video game. It felt like a like a like a music video almost where just nothing happens. And there should have been something else happening, at Wait. least in the background. You remember Michael Jackson's Moonwalker game for an arcade in Genesis? That's what this was. Very little weak fighting and oh, crazy ass costumes. Do you remember the Moonwalker movie? Yeah, of course. The, Joe, Joe Pesci was the bad yeah, guy. That was better than this. Yeah, it was. And that this, was that was like, like a long music video. <laughs> this is Streets of Rage and like Double Drag yes. and all those other movies. Yep. They did this so they did this, but so much better. I so mean, much, so much better. And at least you had cool like that you that you seem like cool main characters. Just an absolute terrible. And why didn't they just if they just took their vests off and put on shirts and dispersed <laughs> and then went their own way and meant back up? They just look like other white guys. It's not like they're marked in some way. They just take your fucking vest. And I get there was the point where they, where Mercy asked for a vest and they were like, no, we, you know, that's not we we did. shut the fuck up, you guys. And by the way, there's supposed to be this gang that fights. They ran the whole movie was them running away from fights. And then they finally fight. And they're they were actually, I guess, decent fighters, at least better than the idiots with the baseball bats. But the whole movie is that's just them running from fights. So just take your vests off grab a t-shirt from somebody and and get home just take your time getting home nobody would nobody call you out but they were too dumb they were the dumbest dumbest gang ever this movie was so bad Ugh. it's a one wow <laughs> yeah yeah and I, wow. I you know what i i only don't give it a zero for that for that warriors come out and play moment because honestly this movie brought nothing oh. it has no value as a storytelling experience wow oh. i don't think you've had, wait you have this, given a one this is up there this this I, this I hate as much as 2001 as See, a matter I, of fact i think i almost like 2001 better than this <laughs> I, I, I i this is this is pulp fiction versus 2001 for me this is bad this is really bad this is terribly bad but it i i can't do 2001's better than this i can't i mean the only no, thing i, I could say that the cinematography 
was great in 2001. And the, and, and the second but act. You, was, but you know what? And the, but what, what makes it worse for me is that there was a chance that this could have actually been a kind of interesting movie. Sure. Like this, it just needed a couple just basic plot points, just ba- literally like the basic screenwriting class. Somebody would have read this and been like, you know, you have no character development in this. And they would have been like, oh, we can go do that. Here's two extra pages. Boom. Better movie. But no, they just made a shitty movie that the whole it, it, it was it was it's just a bad video game. That's all it is. It's just a bad video game. And it could have all been solved in, like you said, and like I, I had mentioned earlier and Kevin mentioned, too. You, you don't need that much time to make it that much better by giving the Warriors a backstory. Fifteen more minutes. And the thing is, is this movie's only an hour and a half. So you're not pushing it. If you made right. it an hour and 45 and gave them some kind of like, you know, this is why I'm rooting for these guys. And then, you know, yes, flesh out the rest. Like, let's have some good fight scenes. In this let's do some other things. But they yeah, they literally they had a good idea and then failed in every other fucking spot. Literally, every step of the. Oh, and one one last point. Sure. Where did the bullet go at the end? Yeah. <laughs> I when thought the same he thing. Shoots, he's pointing. He's still yeah. pointing the gun at, right at them. Yeah. The bullet would have hit. I was I and again, because I hadn't seen this movie in a while and I'd only seen it once before. I was like, oh, I bet he ends up shooting the girl and she dies. Right. That would have at least been something of a story where you could have been like, oh, there was a consequence to all this. The book, And it's just a magic bullet. It must have hit JFK because I don't <laughs> back I don't into the left. <laughs> yeah. Into, into a throng of gang yeah. members. Mind you. Somebody in the leg. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd the fucking it, bullet go? Yeah. That, that That's. Oh, God damn. I might have to go two and a half now. <laughs> this, yeah. this is only for people. I mean, you grew up in the 70s. We get it. But you can't sit here with a straight face and tell me how this is good. You may like this as a kid, but there's no one who can come out here and say, this is still a fantastic film. And we're not, and believe me, and we're not arguing the woke shit. If that's the angle we're going to play either. We don't do that here. You know that. But there's nothing redeemable about this film. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Well, <clears throat> let's see what the people we usually hate on are going to say about this critics five star reviews 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 often remember for its 1970s catchy score what was it? i sure didn't catch that and i listened for the score too and soundtrack what i don't i remember the opening song and that was it the dark sense of humor and adventure will forever lie at the center of its appeal. No, no, it doesn't. An influential survivalist thriller that would become a renowned cult classic. But it doesn't say why it's good. You're just stating what happened in the past. You're not telling, tell me why it's good, you fuck. There's a night-blooming psychedelic shine to the whole Baroque movie. Oh, here's someone wanting to use the word Baroque and shoehorn and a 25-cent word into a film that doesn't even deserve a nickel. If the movie is not as dangerous as, as dangerous as its detractors claim, neither it is as glorious and memorable as some of its less con- sorry. Neither is it as glorious and memorable as some of its less discriminating admirers would have it. What does that mean? I, I know that I know when it came out, there was a, a gang. There was a lot of violence in the theaters. Um, sure. When it came out. Uh, so maybe that's what he's talking about in the beginning. But the rest of it's just a run on sentence. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Five and stars. My, and my favorite critics, five star rating, cartoonishly violent, insanely moody and pointless. 
that's a five star rating. Pointless. They use yeah, pointless yeah, as a five star rating. Yeah, yeah. That, Let, that review. That review. Is, how that works. Re- yeah, that review is broke. <laughs> that review is pointless. <laughs> Critics one star reviews. You know you make me wanna. Critics one star reviews. Critics one star reviews and critics one star reviews. Critics one star reviews. The Warriors is no more than a schlocky exploitation movie. Roger Ebert writes, no matter what impression the ads gave, this isn't remotely intended as an action film. It's a set piece. It's a ballet of stylized male violence. I agree with him that it's a set piece. Yes. If the movie's not as uh, that one. Oh, you know what? (laughs) I'm an asshole. I copied and pasted the one star and the five star and then copied that as the one star as well. So that was a one star rating about the, you know what you think, you think back in the seventies when this came out and people listened to them, you know, dropping the, dropping the F bomb and, you know, roughing up girls and like semi raping them. I think like that was supposed to make guys go like, Oh yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. Cause like now and today our sensitivities, we look and go, Oh, you're really not supposed to do that. But, but back then it was probably like, yeah, what? You don't want to get some wool. He must be like, (laughs) I think, I think it hit people a little differently. Do you think that James Remar gets uh, really like cautious when people come up to him and go, Ajax is my favorite character you played. Do you think he like, backs up a little bit because you know <laughs> hey man thanks a lot for being a fan i'll see you later i appreciate it <laughs> all right cool a bad joke shoddily disguised as a gritty urban thriller didn't any of these guys have subway tokens they did because they fed them the one scene as john pointed out amazon five star reviews amazon five star reviews I showed it to my kid, 11, without a hint of what it was, without about anything or at all. I know it sounds odd, but it worked because now my older teenager loves the movie and asked for it for Christmas. I grew up in the same area as the movie, but many years later, and this movie is still the oddest thing to watch. How the times have changed, I guess. Anyone know where I can get one of those leather vests asking for a friend? I guarantee this guy gets one of those vests and he wears it. Yeah, if he wears that during the Pride Parade in New York, you'll have more boners brushing against his leg than you can handle. (laughs) Also, this movie was made in 1979. I was born in 1985. Yet I can appreciate the status of love, of real events in life that translate to something very special, and I will always love this movie. That was one run-on sentence. If you like violence and drama at the same time, this movie will never disappoint. This person has capitalized every word in this sentence. I hate people who do that. Yeah. And what love and, and love? I will all, uh, the status of love of real events in life. This wasn't a real event. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The great, yeah, the, the great warriors uprising and, and runaway of 1979. <laughs> you know, since this guy was, or girl was born in 1985, can we get the DeLorean and send them back to grammar school? Yeah. <laughs> If you want a realer deal on street gangs, read the book. The James Remar character, a favorite character actor of mine. The character, oh, the actor. Okay. Comes closest. For example, Mercy asks the warriors if they are planning to pull a train on her. In the movie, it's like, huh? In the book, it's like, all aboard. <laughs> Never really understood this movie as a kid. So I bought it again as an adult. I have very high respect for this movie. Amazon one-star reviews. 
Amazon one-star reviews. Here come the Amazon one-star reviews. Jeez, for a movie supposedly about gang violence, there's a whole lot of talking and running and not a lot of violence. Seriously, I thought I was back in high school watching a cross-country meet. The acting is laughable, and the movie just comes across cringy. Could have sworn the chick in the pink dress was a transgender. Couldn't force myself to watch past the halfway mark. Was a transgender. She did have an odd-looking face. I, I, I see his point. There's a... Huh? Huh? What? She wasn't a handsome woman. No. Acting was poor. Plot was poorer. No character development. The most favorable comment I can make is the wardrobe lasted through the whole video. I fast-forwarded and shortened the movie to about 15 minutes. I missed nothing, but watching it, it was a waste of time. Signed, Clint Eastwood. I, I have to be honest. I fast-forwarded about 25 minutes of the movie. Did you really? Yeah, because there was, there was a point where I was just like, oh, my. Part of the part in the park, the most of the park fight, I was like, this is, I, there were parts where I was just like, I got to get through this. <laughs> I love how you fast forward I don't think an it, hour and 35 I don't think minute it, film. I don't think it affected the movie one bit. <laughs> oh, you know, you missed that key part of dialogue when? No, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, the great reveal. The whole idea of it was just stupid. There seems nothing to be loved. The story is so slow and nothing to talk about. Just a couple of stupid street gangs wandering around doing nothing. Is this supposed to be warriors? No, I don't think so. Why are they called as such? They are doing nothing but fighting with each other for nothing, chasing each other, kick each other's ass. There's nothing else in this movie. No single, no single actor that is lovable too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> out of kid, out of date kids show with bad language. Do you expect street gangs to be speaking posh English? I mean, I mean, this is not the, uh, the Upper East Side fill in the blanks. Strange movie, not recommended by me. <laughs> Kevin Israel, did John from Pinto Comics gut the sacred cow? John, you did an awesome job. You, I, your, all your arguments were really well formed. They were succinct. You made all your points. And I got to tell you, you got this motherfucker. This movie is crap. And I hope yours goes down in the annals of history. As to, I hope this brings down all those ratings that we had to go through because the movie, this movie sucked. And you pointed out every single flaw flawlessly. Thank you. I, I, I feel like giving it a four as I gave it a four. And you guys talked. It's it's a three at best. I and I'm not. I'm, I'll keep it at four if I if I have to. But like you, the more you can you talk, keep thought, it at four. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it at four. But like it's it's solely based on like you know production design and stuff. There's some cool things going on here. There's an idea going on here. But yeah, everybody that tells me all the time years past the, the you haven't seen the Warriors, you're nuts. No, you're fucking nuts. This movie sucks. It's not I, gar- I guarantee the most diehard supporters are people who've lived in the same rent-controlled apartment in Brooklyn th- since 1953. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, though, yes, yes, you did, Gut. I will agree. I think this is more of the 87 Oilers, where this was a Gretzky, Yari Curry, and uh, Adam Graves line, where that team did nothing but score, score, and score in the heyday. Uh, we all decided to take a fucking major piece out of that cow's asshole and fillet it. And boy, I say it was a fantastic triumvirate attempt. So, John, yes, you did gut it. Why don't you tell the fine folks 
what you're up to, where we can find you, all that good stuff. All right. Uh, show is called Pint of Comics, uh, pop culture, movie reviews. We do all that stuff. We come out weekly. Uh, we're celebrating our five-year anniversary this year. We're about to hit 250, uh, 250 episodes. Just started a Patreon, so check us out there. One tier, real cheap, 250 a month. I put out a lot of content on there as well. Um, yeah, and just uh, Twitter, at Pint of Comics. Uh, Instagram, where I'm a little bit more active, at Pint underscore O comics so uh yeah please check that out and uh guys thank you so much for having me on this has been a blast and i'm really glad that like one of the two of you even neither of you is like i was worried that there's going to be a warrior super fan on here and uh i like i like the fact that we all just fell in line with this thing oh was not a hard ask kevin israel your turn hey guys leave us a five-star rating or and a couple sentence review do it for us. Do it for America. Do it for God and country. And do it mostly because it really helps us and makes us happy. And K- KG then gets to feature you on Twitter because we love reading your supportive comments. So do that for us, and we'll keep giving you awesome content. And also go to KevinIsrael.com for upcoming comedy dates and all that good stuff. I can't agree more about the five-star reviews. Oh, they are flying in like geese into an engine into Sully Sullenberger's flight. I don't know how I thought of that. I just did. KevinGoatee.com for shenanigans and what have you. GuttingTheSacredCow.com to get some cool merch. We have a Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash GTSC. Five bucks a month gets you the videos and all that good stuff and articles and shit. But more importantly, thanks for being a friend and giving us an hour of your time every week. We truly value you. Tell a friend you like us. I know you do. You can't help but do it. Tell a friend. That's the best. Uh, that's the best compliment. And if you want to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. John Fapina Comics, we thank you so much for joining us. We thoroughly appreciate it. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. Take care. Aloha. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. 
So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.